0: The Rave. Hi, uh, this is Mark Archer from Alternate. Hi, this is Ian from Dream Frequency. This is Slipmat, and you're in turn to the On the Rave, On the Rave,
1: On the
2: Rave
0: podcast. Watch your bass bins, I'm telling you.
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Today is National Give Thanks for people in the world of service day so I am here to say a massive thank you to all the bus drivers of the world who ferry us peasants who don't own their own vehicles around from A to B for a minimal fee
3: Gav and I am the fuck you bus drivers and Dr Dickhead I got me antibiotics by the way you fucking bunch of cuds I am a Skelton little Felix rising from the flames of healthiness not really, I'm still ill as fuck, i Addy. <laughs> He's a bright
1: red, Addy, from squeezing that out at the absolute best that he could. And you're tuned in once again to the On
3: The Rave
1: podcast. Addy, how is your croaky ass self feeling today?
3: I'm at least 50% better than I was last week. You've got a lot
1: more energy than you had last time out. Uh,
3: I had a lot, a lot of banter last time, even though I couldn't eloquete it just... as best as
1: I normally do. Well, yeah, to be fair, you, you weren't, like, you were a shell of the man you are today, and I at know. least you've got the right sort of drugs in you to make you feel good today. Pingers. Pingers. He's on the Pingaz, not the antibiotics. Um, oh, them as well. Yeah, the GPs are just fucking giving them away these days. Look, at we've got an oh absolutely... the fuck? <laughs> we've got an absolutely banging lineup coming up for you today. We've got some class tracks. Uh, we've got an uh, absolute exclusive four years Um because the On The Wave crew got mentioned in a song that was that had a video released, we'll talk a little bit about that. We've got another really interesting Addy versus Gav coming up for you, but first... It's very
3: interesting video, yeah, it's it a, it is quite,
1: a, quite a saucy little subject. It is isn't it? Like it is. But first, um, we'll delve into the world <coughs> of Ravers' Choice. Addy's been on social media and he's been thumbing through all of your suggestions. As he coughs and croaks and dies in the background. I believe this week's winner come from Instagram.
3: It did. Every choice came from Instagram today. So I'll be smashing the shit out of Instagram next time as well.
1: Yeah, everyone seems to like the pictures and not the words, Eddie.
3: And the person that won this week,
1: friend of the show, Ames. Ah, lovely fellow MC. Um, Ames is the winner this week
3: and I, I think I picked it just because we've never opened on a Happy Hardcore track before No I don't think we have Not, no, like, some, no, not, so. not
1: like some pure cheese So what sort of cheddar has he provided for you?
3: Great e bree Deliciousness <laughs> And this is Demo and Mickey Skeesdale Love you now
4: Really matter too much to me me. That you are just too
1: Podcast is available absolutely everywhere to download and you can get in touch with us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, yep. Facebook.com forward slash on the rave. You can find us on Twitter at on the rave. You can find us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash on the rave. We are on Instagram. The favourite everyone then! Where you can find us on the rave with Addy and Gav, where you can see pictures. Of what Addie's been doing during the week. Shenanigans, shenanigans. Uh, we are powered by Podbean and fueled by basement snacks. Don't forget that you can go into Ridley Place, wander down that spiral staircase and scream at Dom's on, on the RAVE! and she will give you 10% off all, all of your, your cookies th- oh, and oh, snacks. Oh, oh goodness. goodness. <laughs> well, there you have it. There is some absolutely rocious, choice rocious. Rocious, Rocious, Rocious. Happy hardcore for you, Addy. Who was there?
3: that? That uh, demo and making skis deal, Love You Now. Yeah. That was picked by Ames.
1: Lovely. Cheers, people. We love it when you get in touch with us. Um, whether it's Instagram or Facebook, you can find us all over the place, as the guy in the advert just said. But hey, uh, Addy, this is Patreon month. It certainly is. We had Coops last time. Who we got this time? Uh, well, we've got the other one of our patrons here. We have the uh, wonderful and the amazingly appreciative. And appreciated by the podcast. Ollie, Ollie, how's it, Gannon? It's all good.
0: Yeah. It's all good. Good. That, good that's be the nicest thing anybody's ever said about me for only a pound a month, as well.
1: Well, well, there you go. This is it. You know, um, first of all, thanks for backing the show. Um, okay. it's our delight to have you to come in and do one of these shows with us um, being one of the most interactive people on all of the forms of social media with us whether it's your stories about listening to it on the train on Twitter that we we'll wake up to in the morning which brings us the, the, the joy of, of life. Ideas, ideas. Yeah, yeah it was absolutely awesome um, and just your continued support and sharing posts and stuff like that is very, very much appreciated. It's my pleasure. So, we know you're a private man, so tell us a bit of a story about
0: how you actually found the pod. How did you end up listening to these pair of divvies? Um, so, I don't know when it was. It must have been earlier this year. Uh, my friend John, who I went to see uh, alternate, with at, alternate with at the Sage. All right. Uh, he tweeted out about um, he'd run across this podcast because he, he was looking for a podcast about Mark Archer. Yep. And he came across your Mark Archer episode, oh. and then he'd gone back through the back catalogue and he tweeted out saying it's the finest rave podcast out of biker the
3: longest running episodic rave podcast covered out of the biker area yes that's where we are
0: yeah
1: yep. that, that's official that sooner or later we'll get in touch with guinness and we'll make sure we'll get we'll get a certificate sooner or later, oh yeah right.
3: we can definitely get a certificate out of that like yeah, I, I think so. you need a blue plaque outside
1: a blue plaque yeah what on the door outside yeah. i'll see if i can get the furies to install one they might even trip that into what i pay for me rent you know what i mean <laughs> like one of those national heritage site signs with our picture on just
0: crack on <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly just crack on yeah, no. John tweeted about it. Um, I was digging around for something to listen to. Subscribed. Uh, I, was saying, uh, I was saying earlier, it's it. It was a whole. Just opened my eyes to a whole genre of music, a whole load of music that I'd never really paid attention to before. Yeah. Which was a bit, bit weird. Um, and it was just at the time when um, I spent all summer digging out a garden, my garden. And, so you uh, had a lot uh, of time to listen to uh, yeah, listen
3: to, to a lot of stuff in sat- the back garden Saturday afternoon
0: there's nothing better than a hardcore if you're going to hack down a massive bush and then try and drag it out and shove it in your car to take it to the tip <laughs> um, so yeah that's what pretty much I spent my summer listening to you Egypts and um, hacking back vegetation that's amazing and, um, I do my best to try and support people who do stuff so yeah. when you mentioned Patreon I I figured, well let's get in there now. yeah. Yeah regrets massively saying. appreciated. It, it is, it's hugely
1: appreciated. appreciated. As I say, um it's nice to it's nice to hear people's stories of when they come up and tell tell where like they listen to the show and stuff like that. It, ne- it never doesn't flatter us. We've just took on a guy uh, at the place where I work, who I didn't know beforehand and he came in and he knew who I was and I was like, How do you know who I am? I was like, I don't quite understand. He's like, I follow you on Instagram and I was like, You follow me? He's like, Yeah, yeah, you and Adzi. And I was like <laughs> I was like, Oh shit, the podcast. Oh you follow the podcast, Holy Shit. <laughs> I was like, hey what the fuck? It uh, just like yeah, it blows my mind when you get people like
3: and as I was saying Tony before before when you were downstairs making this delicious coffee.
0: Just delicious coffee, by
3: the way. Um when we went to rest and people were just like, Oh, you're the guys for the podcast and it was just like we were just old, but just assumed that it was only our mates listen to us. Yeah, but that's it. It, it actually was way. more than just our friends.
1: Yeah. And then to later find out that a lot of our friends don't watch it. It was a bit of a kick yeah. in the nuts, but, you know, that's fine. We've, we've, we've moved on. We've got Addy's little corner in Russia now. We've got a bunch of followers. And uh, we've just picked up a bunch of Canadian followers as well. So, hey, all guys. All right, eh? Hey. All right, eh? Um, to all our buddies over in Canada who might even be listening. like it, it, it like us a
3: shout it. on all forums.
1: Yeah, yeah. Anyone who gives us well a shout out will get a message. <coughs> Um, we will of course have our Dave the Rave comment I was coming up just, I was later. Just on. About to see you were it. about to add that, yeah. Dave the Raves invited everyone to come to a Raven Sunderland. Maybe we'll talk a little bit that was last about week. that. The rave was last week. Yeah, so was well, the there week. you go. Don't go to that Raven in Sunderland. It was in the past. Um, but in any case, let's crack on and do some of these questions. So you've heard the show before. Yep. Um, you know where we're going to start. So uh, early influences. Who played the music in the house? Uh, where did it come from? Was it CDs, records? Was it the radio? What was your what, what What was your introduction
0: into the grand old world of music? So I was I was thinking about this a lot when I read the question and I realised actually growing up in in the house there wasn't a huge amount of music. Right, like the radio was always on. There was always talk radio on. Uh, I think I think I've been a radio four addict, embarrassingly, from about age six. Right, um, but then on car journeys you always stick tapes in. Uh, and uh, and you listen to what your parents listen to, as everybody says. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. car,
1: car journeys and tapes is like. Yeah. I think it's the number one recurring theme, isn't it? When it comes to the early influences. Yeah. Would you, maybe we need to interview some younger
0: people, Eddie. We've
3: we'll been trying. We've we'll been
0: trying. It's My not. Next e-
3: guest, not is all that. This as
0: well. Yeah. It's not even CDs in the car either. <laughs> like, no. yeah, I think I think our generation, we must all be about the same age. Um, it definitely was tapes in the car. Definitely yeah. tapes. Um, it was tapes. I've I've actually got a big handful of tapes from my dad's car from before he got rid of his old car. Was it in it's... one of those like plastic boxes? Oh, no, it wasn't. Oh, <laughs> yes. The, the Perry has jumped over the. same am I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure one of my parents. The uh, I'm pretty sure my parents had, like a, a little tape rack between the the t- passenger and the driver's seat. Oh, the little scroll one, down. Yeah, one. with it in in one of the cars, but. Um, no, this was just a load of shitty tapes rattling around this glove compartment and he was getting rid of the car and I was like, I'll have those but, like that's it's real memories of being a child, so there's yeah, yeah. a lot of um like, things like Paul Simon's Graceland. that's oh, one of the yeah, tremendous
1: album. That's, to this day, one of my favourites as well. were we forward 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 forward. talking about this the other day, about the best song on Graceland? About the arguments over whether it, whether it's Graceland
0: or whether it's Diamonds on the Swords no, of Shoes. Like, it's Diamonds on the Swords like, of, the the swords and of the Shoes. Diamonds on the of Shoes, yeah. Do you know what? I'll keep, I could argue about that a lot if I think about it. But So, yeah, there's things like Paul Simon. There was a load of Rolling Stones. There was people like Peter Gabriel right um the Mouse. police as well early uh, police early more poli- more scary yeah, yeah early police um so this would be what i was i was born in 81 so yeah late 70s early 80s yeah. um stuff and uh um i guess that's i guess that's the earliest music i really heard and and some bit stuck. i'm still a big rolling stones fan um don't really care for the beatles which you have to be careful admitting people's. I very hate them
3: I think they're all written as fuck. Yes.
0: Um, <laughs> there's there's a few good tunes.
1: <laughs>
0: um,
3: I've
1: I've always been quite a fan of the Beatles, but I understand what you mean when you talk about things like that. I, I have a disassociation with Queen. I don't get it. Yep. I like I used to thought I used to think Queen were amazing and now I'm just like I don't get what I ever saw in Queen. Like it just it just doesn't do it for us. Same with the Smiths. But I never liked the Smiths.
0: I, I went through a phase of liking the Smiths and then I realised that Morrissey's a massive cud. I'm glad you said it. There you go. <laughs>
1: there you go. But, uh, it's addy has got a handle. If you want to tweet at him, Morrissey, um, that's at
3: D-G-U-E-P on Twitter. Bring it on, um, Morrissey. You're a massive cud. I yeah. saw you with your Guardian T-shirt on the other
0: day, your belt. Did there you there see the worse than the Guardian T-shirt? Did you see the trousers he was wearing? No, I just saw the Guardian t- with T-shirt. The cordu- with the corduroy? No, they oh. were... I don't even know what they were. They were like a pair of jeans zoomed in. They were just... They, they, it's worth finding. It's worth going and looking up that photo, okay. find the full-length photo. Right, okay. Um, well,
1: I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll look for that photo, we'll post a link to that photo, <laughs> and what we'll do now is we'll introduce, We'll have a little chat about this song, and while your first choice is on, everyone can look <laughs> for that photo, right, and enjoy the first track. So, um, do you want to tell us a little bit about why you've picked this track? Yep,
0: so um, so it's a Rolling Stones track. I've yep. a lot in the back of the car. Um, and Brown Sugar is... It's one of those songs that, like, it's a little bit of a cheesy wedding song, wedding disco song maybe, but everybody can dance to it, and it and it pumps out, and um, and I think if I go back and listen to the lyrics now, it's probably mildly offensive, but I've never bothered. Like, it's just yeah. it, it's just a great like from the first minute it just straight in there, and uh, and it and it powers through, and it's not that long as well. Like, it's a good thumper.
1: Well, well, there we go. Let's keep that one nice and short. And sweet, everyone get on board and get a, a get a quick Google on and look at the state of Morrissey's pants he was wearing when he was wearing the Guardian when he was wearing the Guardian T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. When he was wearing the Guardian T-shirt, while everyone enjoys a little bit of brown sugar by the Rolling Stones. There was a little bit of rolling stones for you.
3: Do mind like not, do mind like
1: not at all? Nah, that was a bit of the classic, that was brown sugar, and as I said, short and sweet, and we've all just had a giggle. I hope you've all had a good giggle at Morrissey's jeans. Um they look like Primark, but you reckon they've got a very high price tag, don't you? I reckon, yeah. Yeah. They'll be really expensive, like dolphin free ones. Like probably vegan ones made made with like all natural inks and all of that. Inks that were pressed out of violets, man. Something along those fucking lines in any case. Addy, you're glued to your phone again this time, aren't you?
3: I'm just looking at uh, trying to find I can't talk about it because it's going to be the next question you do. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. So,
1: we'll just crack on. As soon as I've clumped Addy, Addy's got a, a, a more bright shade of red than the seat that Ollie has actually sat on. Uh, we'll dive into question two, which is finding your own feet. Um now I understand what I uh, what I was actually looking for. Hello, I'm not on discos Yeah. <laughs> I thought you would be. Um So, after the music that was played to you via Tapes in the Car, the number one recurring theme of this podcast's first entry, um what sort of tunes did you get
0: into when you were like finding your own music? So uh, it's a bit embarrassing really. I was when I started filling question and think really thinking about it, I realised I just wasn't that interested in music as a teenager right which is really which is really weird like i know it's really weird when you say it out loud and um so i was thinking about like first cds i bought and, and none of it really matters like it was all just whatever was around no real passion to it
1: just like the chart things or whatever and, was popular yeah, or...
0: yeah i mean the, the first cd i ever bought was uh, was television. Uh, right. Which is a good album. I'll stand by it now, but um, but isn't something like I would say finding my feet. It was just something that was on. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just it was on um, tech wreck
1: uh, and uh, and tequila, and
0: yeah, or was it earlier than that? No, it's earlier than that. It's um oh, something like regular urban survivors. It's got a really weird, do- really weird title. Right. Um, it's got some good tunes on it, mind. Um, but yeah, it was really. I guess it was like after I left home. Uh, I didn't go straight to university. I um, I moved to Sheffield and worked in a glass factory which was um a non traditional route i guess yeah um and i shared a flat with a lad i met through work and uh and started going out quite a bit to like indie nights in sheffield all right um and again no like nothing really stuck nothing really sticks in my mind as like that was my thing uh and then uh, one day dan uh, played a played something in his car he was really into dance music his brother was um one half of a, a band called team diobi who made a lot of electronica stuff um and uh so he was really into his music and um he stuck this in or it was on the radio one the two and my ears pricked up and um sadly i've had a, a long-running addiction to trance tracks ever since <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so, like, uh, not not everybody's taste possibly especially in this room but um still the, like the longest running thing for me is always like it's like Pushing trance long mixes that you can put on when you work in that kind of stuff, uh, but this was um, this is what Barbers Adagio for Strings remixed by uh, William Orbit. No, sorry, made by William Orbit, remixed by Ferry Corsten. Ah, oh, Ferry Corsten again. Yes yep. Ferry um, Corsten,
3: not friend of the show, friend of friend of the show,
1: friend of a friend of the show, Ferry Corsten. Used
3: to work in Rotterdam Records in Rotterdam. and oh. did the very first. It was uh, I think it was called Sons of Aliens on Terror Tracks. Before we did any
1: trance, there you go. Nice. Yep. So a, even it seems that he, even he has a bit more of a hardcore history.
3: He does, he oh. does. And uh, of course, the friend of friend, is Stinger, who did Rock a Castle. Ah, right, okay.
1: Yeah, well, there you go. It's the small circles that everyone lives in, isn't it? Yep. Um, what is it about this remix of the William
0: Orbit tune so the, that stood out? So, uh, <laughs> so what really stands out is I thought I want more of this, so I went and bought William Orbit's album, which is called Pieces in a Modern Style. And uh, it's not dance music at all, it's mm. um, it's just classical music rearranged for electronic instruments and has no remixes and no dance on it at all, so oh. that was 11 quid, uh, well spent. Oh, um, okay. A CD. Yeah. So it wasn't like one of those ones
1: where you hear the name of someone, you take the record and actually listen to it before you buy it. No, no, I literally just,
0: I just walked in, walked in, bought it. I love new. Stuck, yeah, stuck it on when I got home and spent all ten tracks or whatever going, right, when's this kicking in? When's this? Oh. <laughs> All right, it's none so of this. It's just I've just bought a classical music CD. Um, was
1: it Moore who did loads of editing for Madonna, yes, yeah, yeah. I thought didn't she? It was it ray of light, yeah, yeah. that he so. really famously quite did, which went down really well, didn't it? Like, it's got, like yeah, with that she's got a
3: very good knack of pick, pick people just as they're at their heights and going, I like your sound, I'm just having that,
1: yeah, uh, I'll just tax that. Madge, she's just like. You know, it might just weird, like, I thought, she, she, for forever she looked, like, exactly the same, and then all of a sudden, like, overnight she aged, like, super dramatically.
3: She looks like loads of bacon stretched over a fucking uh, clothes horse.
1: <laughs> right, okay.
0: Remind me never to get on your wrong side. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, that's Tim. Knowing his wrong side. <laughs> Bloody hell, he didn't even use his swearing abilities in that mm. one, like, yeah. across a clothes horse as well. What sort of bacon, the son of a butcher? straight street <laughs> this is like no whole fat cuts, big streaky pieces. Streaky
3: as American bacon
1: <laughs> sound. Well, uh, let's get a blast of this tune then. So, uh, for the finding your own feet moment, uh, this is William Orbit, um, uh, but it's the Ferry Colston remix of uh, someone else said it because I'm gonna say it wrong. A DGO for strings, a DGO for strings. There we go
3: That was William Owen, a Dijon for Strings, trans classic, is it?
1: Yeah, Ferry Colston on the remix there, and that is a bit of one of those trancy, trancy, trancy classics. Coming straight out of Rotterdam. Ah, well there we can. Um, let's toddle into section three, um, uh, and let's hear some stories about your first rave memories. So, uh, do you remember the first rave that you went to? S-
0: sort of yeah that's, um, the, right that's the right answer that's the right answer that's the reason I'm a bit hesitant is I was trying to work out what counts as a rave so I went when in my early 20s I went out clubbing a lot like just spots in town and what have you yeah but that that's not really a rave what do you think well no that's just Blue Wicked Don't, and Chasing Lasses. Um, yeah, that's a good way of, <laughs> Wicked and Chasing Lasses. That sounds like the early two thousands to me. It does. Fair enough. Yeah. Um I guess the first thing that really counted as a rave was a thing called um To the Manor Born at Ardwick Hall. Oh,
3: I remember that. I never went, but I remember that. I remember Flyers
0: I got on there. a minibus and I was trashed by the time I got there. And it was I mean it's a, it's a Like con- all minibus raves. <laughs> it's a it's a country house with suits of armour and I think Masters at Work were playing there but I don't really remember any of it. Too pissed on the bus. Pissed and, and a mess. Yeah. And um, uh, I mean, there's a few other things that ca- I guess count as raves as well. Um, when I was down in Sheffield, I went to see Squarepusher in the upstairs room of a pub because my flatmate's brother said you should go and see this guy. It's about nineteen ninety. Eight, I think.
1: Wow, Did, like what? What sort of thing? I'm,
0: I'm a big square fisher friend. What sort of thing? You, with, with his bass or no idea. Jane, so this is the other thing. I just have a shit memory. So <laughs> like, remember, I had great times, jumped around at stuff. I honestly couldn't tell you what went on at things. Like,
1: I'm, I'm a bit like that sometimes. I've got a memory
0: I'm... where I can like.
1: Totally figure in on some really small details, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you ask us what socks I was wearing yesterday, and I'll just go. Yep. Like draw blank. It's weird how memory works like that. It's just like Ravar's brain is what I always refer to it as. Definitely,
0: definitely. There's, there's definitely nights where like you've had a great time, and. That night, you think of all the things that you saw and got up to. And then two weeks later, if somebody said, were you there? You'd be like, oh, yeah, I was. Definitely. Yeah. There, there were blue lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, rem- I remember smiling. Yeah. <laughs> <It's 'cause> like, <laughs> it,
3: all, it all disappears in the rave fog that is your brain. Yeah,
1: just into the ether of rave in the back of your bonce, like it's where it's supposed to survive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. So I guess I guess what you count as the first rave really properly, if you don't count the ones I don't remember, is um, I was at uni in Durham down the road. Uh, And I worked in a college bar, and every Tuesday we'd clean up and then head up Old Durham Road to, I don't know what it is now, it was called DH1 at the time, which was a disgusting little local nightclub, but... um, this is, is, a, is that a play on vh1 do you think probably yes dh1 is it was, was dh1 the postcode, it's the postcode yeah it was Ooh. called it was called club elysium before that and it, and it it wasn't dh1 by the time i left it was it just rolled round. but yeah. tuesday nights uh early 2000s was just hard trance and whole bunches of of nonsense pop and drinking blue wicked and chasing masses. And then on Friday nights, the university actually put a really good night on. It was called Planet of Sound, right? Um, uh, known as Planet of Hound, obviously. Um, and it was in the uni building, which is a big three-story building, in the ballroom at the bottom. So you used to have a few drinks in the bar, and then head to the union. And you go down levels of steps, and as you went down, it got louder and louder. And finally, you got through the like swing doors at the bottom, and it was full of. Slightly sweaty, not quite strawberry flavoured smoke, oh, and
3: um, and
0: very much like Newcastle Uni, but Dean, like it was very much very, very much yeah. like Newcastle Uni, <laughs> um, that blacked out room downstairs, yeah. yeah, very much like that, except this room was like two, three stories high, it was huge, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, we used to go down there on Fridays, and there was uh, there was a DJ, I have no idea who he was, he played for the full three years I was there, just banging out banging out hits one after the other um and me and a bunch of friends would dance until he sweated through a shirt and valiantly try and pull people and not do very well uh but just have brilliant like brilliant nights out and um the one song i can really remember coming down the stairs to like says it's as it got darker and it gets smoky and it got louder yeah. was um was bullet from the gun by planet perfect uh by uh uh, oh shit it's on Perfecto Records and I can't remember who it's by Planet Perfecto oh it is by Planet, P- yeah, by yeah, Planet Perfecto yeah yeah like
1: the like the, 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 the sort of cheesy radio edit. Yeah, yeah like
0: it's short it's bouncy um it's got a, it's got a bass you can hear from three three, uh, three stories up uh it's just a great a great <laughs> song um and it brings back a lot of very happy memories yeah um, that's what you
1: want from those sort of memories isn't it it's like my memories of wandering down those stairs in a table inside of at the Newcastle yeah. Union when you go down and kick the doors open and fucking the, like the, the whole the whole place is grungy and sweaty with the low ceilings and stuff like that I love when like, you open
0: doors into a club and you get that wash of hot slightly stinky air I like that's a it's a real happy place I think <laughs> they did that really well in Blade yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they edit the audio yeah. so that
1: when the doors swing open and the, the music you hits, you can sort of feel that wall of sound. And sometimes that wall of sound is what shakes the first chemi out, man. You need that wall of sound <laughs> to shake your belly to go for your chemical turd to then be able to dance your tits off. It's just what happens. Isn't that why you neck the cow? That's why you neck your cowies in the queue on the way in, isn't it? Surely. So by the time the wall of sound hits you, you're ready to go, you know. Effectively working like the brown note did on the South Park, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, except it's not being played by Kenny G. Oh shit, he's got it in his hands again, ladies and gentlemen. That's,
3: that's a very bad brown note.
1: Yeah, that that that, that is. <laughs>
3: cool. Whoa,
1: Adi. Oh dear. I shouldn't have just, I just shouldn't have decorated it with all the stickers, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have found it as entertaining. No, I
3: probably
1: wouldn't. Eee, never mind. Very well,
3: it's very top I like
1: it. It is, that's it, that's, that, that's the thing of having a technical mouth horn, mega horn, for shouting on the rave at people, or on the sit, as uh, as you were at Lindisfarne. That still apparently makes Dons laugh. Hi Dons, I hope you're listening. On the seat! That's for you, pet. <laughs> just, just so you know it's there. Reach for any case. Let's get some First Rave Memories track on and let's play a little bit of cheesy cheesy 1999 radio edit Uh, This is Bullet in the Gun Folk, like, sort of around the turn of the 2000s on the big market somewhere, possibly drinking VK or WKD, ah. whatever they had on the offer. Do you remember when they had like th- three for a fiver yeah. and stuff like that? What was the other one called? The one that was ge- Reef. Oh, I oh used that that orange, thing. orange Reef. Yeah, I used
3: to that was my
1: yeah, I used to fuck with Reef, me like
3: morning drink. Your morning drink, so like if, when I went to any festival, before I went to a festival, create a reef and then down four bottles as soon as I got up in the morning
1: oh. right there was always something like because you used to be able to get fucking at the uni they'd pour multiple bottles of Reef into one
0: pint glass and, and yeah. called Skittles oh Remember? no Skittles and um,
3: fucking I'd fucking walk across Newcastle for a pint of Skittles I,
0: uh, <laughs> there you go is Reef even around anymore
1: is it pretty dead I'm
3: pretty sure you get it I'm, I'm sure oh, you'd I be able to check, get it somewhere to check. I'm you
1: can ready. get like at the place I graph now in the bar does fucking hooch and not only oh, yeah, do they yeah, sell the yeah. lemon hooch but they sell a hooch which is mango and passion fruit. It's like tropical hooch. It's fucking banging. I'll post a picture on the Instagrams for you. Mm-hmm. It's
0: uh, not sure about this
1: modern stuff, like no, there's <laughs> these, like, these modern <laughs> boozes. It's not the same. I still just walk to the bar with a face like a Smirnoff and go, "Can I have a double cracking, please?" All, All right, right uh, Reef might be banned. Reef, Reef's been <laughs> banned. What for? I can't fight anywhere. I'm oh. Well, while Addy frantically looks for a Reef on the internet, me and Ollie can crack on and talk a little bit about Section 4, which is Festival Fever. So, um, do you like a bit of a festival? Have you in the past liked a little bit of
0: a festival? I do love a bit of a festival. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I think the older I get, the harder they are. Yeah, And completely um, agree with that,
1: that the older they get, the harder um, it is on your back just, and knees.
0: Yeah, camping is not for me anymore, so I want posh camping. Or glamping. Gla- I don't know. That's just camping, really. I don't it? know if you can that's really ex- go glamping rave style. No. I don't know if they'd put up with it. Could the <laughs> What like, I really want is a cheap hotel within walking distance of a festival. That would be ideal. I but think I, uh, need, I need a rave
1: caravan. I think. I think it's about oh, time. To get a rave a van, like you're not falling asleep with it. But we can can talk to interviews in it. You can you can pitch a tent nearby. Yeah. Yeah, you can you can hide out of the rain in it, maybe if you've been nice to us that day if you're not in full on tinker mode that's just I'm always in tinker mode. well that's, it. that's just when you cause bother isn't it <laughs> so what, what sort of festivals you've been to then we were just discussing the festival that we were both at
0: we were yeah so my my first festival was uh, was glastonbury of all of all festivals yeah. um i used to love early Glastonbury's.
1: well like, i say early early's like 69 in Glastonbury's, isn't it <laughs> i mean, like early for me you is mean like pre,
0: pre- like 2005.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, well, yeah, yeah. We went like multiple years in a row up to like when they had the gap year in 2006 or 2005. Yeah, that, around there. One of those ones. And we went like multiple years in a row. And those early ones were just, they were just smashing. Before it got too commercial, before it was the orange sponsored like this and it, the O2 sponsored that. But like it was that.
0: still massive. It was
1: huge. It was bigger th- than the size of Newcastle Town Centre to walk across, It's massive. I think, I think
0: there was 120 fat. Th- Maggie and his
1: inability to not play with his iPhone It's just pay. I'm
3: looking at there, uh, trying to buy that dead man's fingers rum that you just. As well. Oh <laughs> right, okay. It's just jumped into life.
1: It's at the advert there. No, so, no,
3: that's the that's the web, that's, that's the, the, website. the website.
1: Right. So uh, when I was in ASDA the other day, oh just a, another little side track. No, no, When I was it. in ASDA the other day, I saw a bright purple and green bottle that invoked a little bit of like Joker in my memory, and it turns out it was Dead Man's Dead Man's Finger, the rum. Um, it's made in Cornwall. If you haven't had Dead Man's Finger, give it a try. It's absolutely banging rum. But this purple and green one is hemp rum. So it's made and pressed with hemp in it. And it actually contains a small amount of CBD oil. Um, and I was giving these guys a little taste of it beforehand. And Addy's already on the internet trying to buy himself some. I need, <laughs> but, I need a
3: bottle of all of them.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's really, it's really really good. Because that we coconut rum, um, I'm guessing
3: it's like a Malibu? Uh,
1: maybe. What, the, the do with Dead Man's Finger coconut rum? I so, don't know. I've not seen that. That'll be the next thing on my list. Like maybe they'll sponsor your podcast. Dead Man's we Finger, are ladies for and gentlemen. Sponsorships. Yeah. If, if, we if anything, not. like honestly, I will drink a dead man, a bottle of Dead Man's Finger during every podcast if you sponsor it too.
3: As long as I'm off the next year. Uh,
1: well, <laughs> yeah, we'll have to manoeuvre two day weekends, won't we? Um. So let's get back to festival fever. Then. So um, apart from Glastonbury, what other ones have you done? Uh.
0: So, all sorts really. Uh. Started at Glastonbury. Went to think our secret garden party a couple of years in a row. Which... I've never been to
1: secret garden party, but a friend of the podcast, Connor, Connor Wiseman, loves, loves it. Yeah. He loves I, it.
0: I think it stopped now. I've not seen it advertised for a few years, but it was kind of it started as an like an arts and music festival. It's very family orientated. Right. Uh, it, I, I definitely
3: don't feel like it's family orientated
0: now. No, it, well, I went because uh, Orbital were playing. Right. <laughs> so, uh, the last gig was, ever. By any uh, yeah, no, I think it was the maybe, the, tra- maybe the second to last. I yeah, think, yeah, <laughs> Um Yeah, Secret Garden Party was good fun. Uh, been to Lindisfarne for the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, which local we festival. know is which we know is good fun. Yeah. Which it's was definitely
3: a good fun. I had the best times at Lindisfarne Yeah, it was
0: amazing. Yeah. Linda's farm was class this time. out It's great. I I was there for one night only. Sadly, I was because um, of work. I couldn't be there for the whole thing. So I drove up, jumped around to Goldie, and then drove back again. Oh. Um, going back to McDonald's at half past four in the morning oh. for uh, cheeseburgers. Yeah, uh, was, was a cracking night. <laughs> it was well worth it. That's it.
1: We just um, missed each other because I got I got, mo- f- I got moved by people who wanted to take photos. Like there was a wall of people trying to take photos, and me or anyone who knows I was at Lindisfarne knows that wherever I went, Keith went as well. And uh, Ke- Keith is a horse on a stick. Right? Keith is yes. the, Keith is the camouflage horse the on a stick. He's up. He's up in the corner still. Um, I got told off because, <laughs> because apparently the strobe light was... Some woman complained that the strobe light might induce someone into a coma and that I shouldn't be wandering around waving a strobe light. But then I'd probably recommend... They
0: were it. in a rave tent.
1: Well, this is it. I was like, I'm in a rave tent, like wandering around waving where there's already other flashing lights. Surely, it's, it's, like, surely this horse isn't putting as much risk with its one inch by half an inch tiny little headlamp than these massive like lights that are like, strobing actually at the front flashing. of the raid. That are actually properly strobing. yeah. But never mind. We had Linda's farm. It was loads of fun. And we just missed each other at Goldie. Because I got shifted from front right to front
0: left. I did. I literally went down the front right looking for you two. Saw the back of your head. Uh, lost you in the crowd for a bit. And then... Well lost you. Yeah, <laughs> so it. so gave up and just uh, and jumped around.
1: All of the photo boys were all standing on one side with their iPhones being all, I'm here to see Goldie, but what I'm actually gonna do is live stream all of Goldie and not dance because that's today's couldn't
0: that that fucking dance floor. Oh ladies was, and gentlemen, you uh, can't see him, but
1: he's shaking with fury. I was he's absolutely so,
0: shaking. I was so angry. Was so I angry. shouldn't be, but but there was just that dance floor was just full of kids. I mean, to be honest, we're probably about 20, but they look like kids. Uh, Not paying attention to what was going on, standing around in little groups, staring at the phones or filming themselves doing like go to a gig, jump around, dance, have a great time, time. Pay a bit of time and attention and respect to the person who's bothering to put music on, not just hover around TikTok, Instagram, whatever. I don't understand. So, yeah, I was I was fucked off. Uh, on that dance floor because I got pushed out of the way by a girl who wanted to have a better selfie with whoever was on before Goldie yeah Ragga Twins yeah yeah. Um. This, this
1: is it it's just <laughs> I, I think it's the shame of the the shame of the modern rave is that um, technology's sort of taking them over
3: hasn't huh, very much so yeah they like the selfie more than they like it just I much preferred it when there was none of it and you just get Got
1: on the raven, messy That's it. When I come back from a festival, I look at my phone and I've like, took maybe three photos.
3: I took five at Linda's in They got four
1: days. I took I took three photos of the whole time I was at Linda's and one three of them.
3: Three of them were on the way there. like <laughs> all the five that you took. Yeah,
1: and I always like to say that I'm not there to take photos. I'm there to make memories. Yeah. Yeah, which is the way I always look at it, and it's nice when other people post photos of us and stuff like that. When they have been to a festival, and it's like, oh look, yeah, you see, I, I was actually there, but I remember being there. Like, these days, especially, I'm a little bit better with my memory. I'm not the Wally who used to just get absolutely wanked and forget everything that happened, you know what I mean? I think that you just get overboard at festivals now, but now I've got my adult brain on. Yeah. You know, I was wandering around trying to record interviews. <laughs> in, um, the in the wind. which were all, which were all a mega disaster. But, yeah, you never know, next time out... we might, might not be so windy. Yeah, it might not be so windy. You might have somewhere sheltered. That's where I was going. I'd like to have somewhere sheltered to conduct interviews with. But, um... Tell you what, let's talk about the actual tune that you've picked. Yep. We have been double sidetracked on this one, haven't we? Yes. First of all, by I Ron. can't
3: remember what, what question we're on. we were about Festival <laughs> Fever. If I'm, it's
1: not Reef or yeah. Rum, it's fucking Lindisfarne and the, the downfall of modern rave. So we've
0: been through a bit of everything here. Things so.
3: escalated quickly. Yeah,
0: so I had not realised how angry I was. <laughs> I'll, was. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, so the, the track I picked, the <laughs> things I love about festivals, is... Um, Firstly, you end up seeing a load of music that you didn't really expect to see because yeah. you just wander into stuff. And secondly, I love a mosh pit, which right. I, it, I, I probably don't look like I love a mosh pit. I'm the most quiet-spoken corporate man in the world, but I love a I love a stinky, <laughs> messy mosh pit. What is it about like, getting your elbows up and throwing yeah, your in? Yeah, it's just getting or... people bouncing into you and, and jumping around, and, and frankly, it hurts a bit. Like I love a mosh pit. Um, I lost a shoe in... Uh, in a mosh pit at um, at Prodigy years ago at Metro Arena, Um, I came out of another one bleeding from my shoulder where a lass with a dog collar fell on me, big spiked dog collar fell and punched some holes in the top of my shoulder. You got punctured? Yeah, down um, down the back of my left hand shoulder blade. Um, I love a mosh pit and um, that first glass and beer I went to, it was, um, (laughs) funny enough, you guys both raised an eyebrow at this track because uh, i don't think muse are that well liked in some places but early muse came on and they just smashed a set out they turned up with like i don't know three guys guitars and, and a drum kit and just went right we're muse here's some songs and launched straight into it and that mosh bit exploded yeah. down the front uh so i spent i don't know how long about an hour bouncing around being pushed around ending up flat against the barrier and it's not really my tasty music i would guess but there's something about a light like a really good live indie band just mm. thrashing stuff out sometimes it's the
1: memories of things like yeah, that i'll never uh... forget atari teenage riot at oh, yeah, and when they had this like what what i've always referred to as a mash pit yeah. like instead of a mosh pit when it's digital i always just refer to it as a mash pit and like the mash pit there there were some people in the most crazy outfits and there was this guy who was wearing assless, assless chaps and like a Shawn Michaels style black waistcoat and a hat, like flowing himself around in this having mash a great pit. Time. And he just looked like he was having loads of fun. And me and him clashed and banged into each other a couple of times. And I was dressed as the devil. And we were coming down the stairs at the end. And he turned round and in the most soft spoken Dutch accent, he was like, I'm sorry sure to throw myself into you in the raid there. <laughs> I just get a little bit taken away by the party and I was just like that's not the voice I expected to come from that body like I swear to god I thought I was gonna I thought he was gonna be like a pure Texan or something like that but no it was just a little Dutch guy so you've gotta um, love the pit yeah pit, that's I, it there is the uh, there's a time and a place for a pit I'm not into it We you know when you're standing around the peripheries of a rave, and you get that one random wally who just throws himself in into loads of people at once yeah, and he's just.
0: They're a bell end. It's yeah, yeah, not a that's mosh pit. A,
1: that's not a mosh pit, that's someone being a bell end. But when there's, a, there's people all doing it at the same time, nobody gets hurt. It's cush. You know what I mean? It's good, a good mosh pit. I once got like proper battered in a mosh pit actually at Newcastle Uni, seeing me yeah. exploited. And I. Uh, I just I got kicked in the shins and went down and just got kicked a few times and they weren't trying to just, you know just got, you just yeah. you just get Casually taken involved. down. That's it. It's Just my punch on for wearing shorts, Addy. I've got I've just I'm constantly bare shinned and someone's fucking docks
0: just went, ah,
1: and I. There's, there's the definitely
0: thing. a difference though between like a good natured mosh pit and a bunch of people who just want to fight. Yeah. And well, um, yeah, good natured mosh pit is a is a thing of joy. It is.
1: It's a good thing. Right, Sam, well, let's crack on and play this track, then. So, um, definitely for the first time on the podcast, we're going to play some Muse. Um, and this tune
0: is... It's In Baby, and it's a really dodgy audio copy from an early live gig, because it's the nearest thing I can find to that day at Glastonbury.
1: There we go. So here's a bit of live Muse. <laughs> There we're gone That was a bit of That was a live version of. And first on the podcast Yeah it was The first time we played Muse um, It might not even
3: get pulled Because it's a live version
1: Yeah maybe not But we definitely would have been pulled For fucking Brown Sugar There's no yes. way that seen it oh. We'll see I'm guessing it's still not as fast as Don's. Don's was the fastest one. To Twenty get
3: seconds will be up, up on two for.
0: I didn't even think about that, you know. I should have um, like I should have steered it a little bit. To oh, try no, and, uh, I'm gonna I'm
1: gonna make a chart like plotting where how long <laughs> it, uh, on average it took. Um, it was about 25 minutes before the last episode got pulled from when we uploaded it. Uh, Don's has got pulled in about three minutes, and wow. that's the record so far. Like the record so far is three minutes. So. Um, we're sorry, YouTube, that you hate us, YouTube. Not that we're monetized on YouTube. No,
3: it's not like we're monetized, we are educational. Yeah, but it's,
1: it, right. it's not like I wrote a disclaimer when I did Media Law last year.
3: But but what ends. I don't understand, guys, is people that just rip the whole track and then put it out there. How do they get around it?
1: Well, I, I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure how they get around it. I just know that we keep getting uh, blocked in various countries, and the that I, that I did I not tell you the irony of the Coops one. Oh, actually, you no. Know, you you'll find this absolutely brilliant. Do you know which country she can't kind of actually listen to it from? New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it got banned in a whole bunch of countries, and I was like, oh, just looking at the list, and I was like, if only she was over the water in New Zealand, she could have got more figures on YouTube. It's one of the only places that people can still actually see it, uh, which is bizarre. But that's just YouTube for you, isn't it? Um, uh, well, that was us sharing a little bit about um, our issues with other social service providers. But let's talk a little bit about shared discoveries now, just to force that one in, <laughs> nice and aggressively. Bite the pillow, gentlemen. I'm going in hard. Thumb it in. Thumb in. <laughs> Um, uh, let's get on with share discovery so this is the part of the podcast where I, I ask you to pick someone who you think deserves a lot more love and we're going to play one of the songs belonging to them um, uh, and get them a bit more love and get them a few lugs to wrap around so uh, who is it you've gone for do you want to tell us a little bit about them, how you discovered them
0: yeah so it's, uh, so it's a guy called Chris Murray um He's been around for forever. I think this track's from ninety six or ninety eight, something like that.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say I've never heard of him. No, nobody's ever him. heard of him. And I've um, only i heard of like most people, even if it's just.
1: I've listened to so much nineties music that I that I'm
0: often concerned when <laughs> I don't know. So I um, I was sitting writing my master's thesis in two thousand. Yeah, sorry. I just you should you should see his face right now. Um, i was sitting in a port cabin writing my master's thesis in two thousand and four listening to Dave Gorman the comedian yes he used Dave to have Dave a Gorman. show on six music oh wow yeah, right. really um and, and he he was a big fan of this guy and he played uh, he played well, he played a lot of tracks to be honest by him and and I really got into him and it's and it's white boy reggae ska. like it's a terrible genre yeah. but <laughs> but Chris Murray is just the most he played in Newcastle a few years ago and uh, I went to see him and he's just the most humble like he's just a guy doing the music he loves Mind. I think that's what it comes down to and he had a, a tr- an album out called raw which he recorded with a walkman just put oh, it nice. on record put the headphones near his one near him one near the guitar and he and he knocked out this amazing album um the track I've chosen is called X darling and it's um it's not from that album I've forgotten what it's from I think it's for Track Ganza, or
1: um, the one you've got here is the four track adventure of Venice Shoreline
0: Chris. Venice Shoreline Chris, yeah, so that's his other name. And um, I love just... it when
1: someone's got loads of names, yeah, <laughs> like it's like the Wu Tang Clan, they've all, they've all got like a hundred different names,
0: haven't they? I, I when I actually went, went to see him, I can't think what name he was performing under, but it wasn't Chris Murray, right? Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just it's super lo fi, it's a guy and a guitar playing songs that he loves, and uh, I still I, I, I imported four cds of his the only four that existed you could get from asian man records they never left my car those you know those cds that just sit on top of your stereo and then they sit in your car and they just go round round between the two they
1: never actually get back on the shelf no because they're
0: going to be pulled out in any case yeah Yeah, there's there's a few tracks actually today that i've chosen that come from cds that never left the heap and um (laughs) and his was his was one of them and i still love him to this
1: day there's something to be said about the, the whole one-man-and-guitar genre. I mean, you've got yeah. people like Billy Bragg, who used to yeah. just sing his heart out in that one-man-and-guitar bar, and, guitar band, and, and yeah. lots of them are
0: really effectful, aren't they? Because there's, it seems
1: a little bit more personal.
0: There's a there's a local guy called John Egdell, um, who is a singer-songwriter I was really into in the early 2000s, I guess, who has a, a, C, a CD called um, Your Big Day, which is one story, I think, about how he fell in love with his lass. And it's just, if you see him singing it on... I, I doubt he's I doubt he's ever performed it or he's not performed it live in ten, like 10 years but um, some of the Clooney a few times places like that and he just gets on stage walks, works his way through his songbook and it's an amazing thing to see and I, I, Chris Murray was very similar
1: Mid, sound well um, I think we'll keep that short and sweet yeah, um, uh, for your listening pleasures oh, do you know where they can listen to him did you say
0: he was on he... I, I think I think he'll be on Spotify um, yeah he must be on Spotify
1: We'll find out for you, inform you once you've listened to this track. Um, uh, this is the recommendation track on the shared discovery section from Ollie, our wonderful, wonderful patron. And this is Chris Murray and the song is called X Darling. Short break to what normally happens on the podcast at this moment of time. We're actually going to be playing a lovely extra song for you, which comes um, from a friend of the podcast or a friend of A friend of mine, um, a long time
3: friend of mine, long time uh, rave brother, a brother in rave. Weeks, you'll get that. Uh, Paul Weeks, straight out of Leeds, straight out of Tesco's, straight out giving you. Used to be a happy hardcore MC called Doctor Strange back in the day. He also worked with me on various GABA things under the name uh, Extrement, extreme hardcore shit. extrement uh, making cover uh, and various other unlikable records. But now he's done turned his hand to hip hop. He's been doing it for a long, long time, and we actually get a shout out on his last uh, his last outing.
1: Yeah, um, so he released a <coughs> video uh, not that long ago. This week. This week, there you go. He released a video this week. Um, where On the Wave actually gets a shout out. Um, the track is called, I, th- I think it's Back in
3: the 90s. Back to the 90s. Back and to this the 90s. is uh, the Cleaner Remix by of the Wonderful, Wonderful, uh, the Gipton Removal Firm. Yeah, thank you very
1: much for the shout out and uh, show them some love. Go and give them a view. Um, they are uh,
3: available on YouTube, Gipton Removal Firm.
1: Yeah, give it a dig up. Uh, we will we'll post a link as always in the description, but here for your view and pleasure is the tune back to the back to the 90s
5: going back to the 90s to reminisce about some of the things that we miss so come and take me to the top big fish little fish cardboard box going on strong on all- and princess died. she also died in that tunnel and we all cried like gaza with the yellow card have a bowl of telly to be custom start your day with a big breakfast mad for it now feel that rush <laughs> give me the 1990s every time i can't remember much but to know I had a good time Give it the 1990s every time I can't remember much But to know I had a good time Rewind, come along with me On a journey to 1990 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 To the millennium hardcore You know the score The drugs don't work anymore Choose life, choose a job Shooting stars with Vic and Bob Two-part Biggie and Kurt Happy Mondays, call the cops and have some ease. Get off your head. Deep play, dippy like right said, Fred, West and Rosemary, you know well, Edmund's house party. One, two, three into the four. The 1990s about once more. One, two, three into the four, the nineteen nineties about once more. Now, this is a story all about how the nineties got flipped upside down with Leeds United at top at least. episode. If you don't know, now you know. It's the 1990s episode. If you don't know, now you know. It's the 1990s episode.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome to the most confusing segment on the whole of the internet. Welcome to Addy versus Gav. He's
3: croaky. La, 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 la.
1: He's croaky. Yeah, he's croaky, but he's still gonna sing it out for everyone. <laughs> it is, as always, a work in progress, and we are back in the mix with some more Adi versus Gav. Well. um uh, rather inevitably, um, because it just seems to be that, that like it's, a pop- it's not a popularity vote, ladies and gentlemen. He's just he's he's the DJ. Yeah. Yes. But, um...
3: Who's, who's winning, cup? Well, who's, Addy, who's Addy, winning? Addy won again. How many times? No,
5: How many that, times?
1: Tell uh, me.
3: Okay, tell me. The tell eight me, times. Tell me. Eight times. Eight times! Eight time, time. Eight time. Addy versus Gav, champion of the world! Am I dying? I was wondering going right
1: at the end there. Yeah, the score is 8-2. to two. I'm not doing very well with this one. So I'm breaking Ric
3: Flair's record, really. Low. You are? There you
1: go, you go for the 16th time. Yeah. I'm gonna end the segment before you get to sixteen. <laughs> it'll just be gone, it'll be kibosh and I'll think of a new I'll
3: think of a new little mini segment to go in the middle of the podcast. In a new mini segment that people would not understand or so, give was any sort of answers for.
1: Wait, so Addy, how are you then? What uh what, what track actually won?
3: Well, it was Songs Your Nana Might Like or Your Grandma. But what's that? Oh, what 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 from me? Yeah, On am DJ Magical, of course. There you go. Which hour? Yeah,
1: there's only
3: a... ever gonna be one winner. Well,
1: that was it. I, I went out. I, I went with my heart, and I should just go with the popular vote. I've got to stop doing that. But in any case, yeah. So as Adi has just well fought everyone this time out, we're gonna do.
3: This is songs, yeah, grandma might like.
1: Well, I'm gonna go. Uh, that yeah yeah that that's that's fair. <laughs> this is difficult. Songs that your Nana might like, especially really? ravey songs. especially ravey songs. To keep it ravey as well. So which to which direction did you go in? Well, I went. I went the wedding disco direction. Ooh. Is the way is the way that I went. I, I went with, with a true life memory, and I remember, being at a wedding. Do I think it was for me auntie and uncle's wedding, um, and I can remember me nana dancing on the dance floor, and the song I can remember playing in the background, is, Bobby Brown, who Can Play That Game. But it was like you know the sort of the ravier dance mix of it, the K classic mix. Yes, it's, um, a nice mix, it's a nice mix, And I've just got I've just got a memory of this on the dance floor actually happening, so
3: I I think I went with a real life event there, Addy. Right. Um,
1: so what what is it? What is
3: it you're going for for your vote? Well, I could have went I could have went two one or two ways. One is the obvious play something fucking absolutely obnoxious, and like I proper my granny kicking the cunt play tune, or. Oh, I could show everyone that I've got a heart and play something beautiful, but still ravey. So one of my favourite ravey bands ever, and that's Cap Ahab.
1: Ah, Captain Ahab! They've been playing on the podcast before. And what tune is it you've picked? Stay With Me. Oh, the uh, with that beautiful vocal. Also. Yes. Yeah, you see, you see, he's just, just showing that, that, you know, we are capable of making with our choices here at the On The Rave podcast. Yes, we are. Right, okay. Well, as always, you get yourself onto Facebook, facebook.com forward slash on the rave. There we go. <laughs> and you can catch up with the pinned post and choose which of the two tracks you're going to pick. Dive into the comments to have a look and listen to the videos yourself on YouTube. Please. And leave a suggestion as to what we can have for a topic next time out. Um, I'll be posting all that good content stuff on Friday. That's right. It'll all go up when the show is up, which will be the day after Halloween. Um, ooh. ooh um, yeah, I don't know. While the siren echoes out in Biker, we'll get a bit of. Stand, uh,
3: standard Biker?
1: Yeah, standard Biker crack in the background. So let's play a bit of DJ Magical. And now it is the time on the On The Rave podcast where I ask my compatriot to the left with the croggy voice and the tinker nature to set the scene.
3: Right, Ollie, You're in Lindisfarne. You've got up in the morning. You've decided to have a cold water swim because I know that's your liking.
0: It is my liking.
3: You just come strutting out the beach like some sort of raved up James Bond from that fucking film <laughs> you're straight you're headed straight to the rave tent in Lindisfarne you push some lass out the way and try to get a selfie because you're having that space Get here, front right all night and the DJs that me may and maybe someone you know plays the best record in the world ever Oh yeah, hands
0: in the air, are you screw facing down? Uh, so I've had to play the Joker card. It goes for don't die. Please don't die. It goes for longer
1: and longer (laughs) every time um that was Addy turning <coughs> himself into a veritable lungless beetroot for a moment. He's got a delightful t- turn of purple. Kind of oh. looks a bit like a bruise. Yeah, that We've played a little bit of a, wide card, a wild card. Um, and I understand you've approached it in a very different way.
0: So I was thinking about hands in the air, screw face, which one am I? Like, what do I default to? And I realised I do them both and I do them like very different situations ah, so like so you're a free you're, you're a frequent turner from one to the yeah other, yeah right? definitely a foot in both camps um <laughs> probably not what i mean um so i was thinking like um i was at a state of trance last year there were like thirty five thousand people in a warehouse somewhere in utrecht and uh something came on and hands go up yeah just especially in trance i would imagine that there's, oh, there's a just, lot more there's definitely a lot,
1: there's more. lot more ups and downs it's a slow dance trance isn't it like it's Arms in the air well
0: there's yeah. lots of just there's just yeah <laughs> it it's one of those things where like you've got a track that every Sunday gets into and you feel it coming up you, know, you feel coming up euphoria. and there's uh, there's yeah proper euphoria and lasers and and I can't help it my hands up in the air yeah um but there's other things I mentioned I love a mosh pit yeah I do just love those tracks where you just you've got your your hood goes up face goes down and you're just having it and um, and that's that's what I picked. I couldn't I couldn't choose between the two. I, I think I do them probably equally. So uh,
3: actually, it's a good way of thinking about it. Like, it it and, uh, really, I really is. Is this, this is the only time anyone's
0: yeah, done this?
1: To to me, it's the only time anyone's done a a, a screw face and an arms in the air. And I'm kind of jealous it. that, oh, that yeah, I didn't yeah, think yeah. of it. That's I, really I, good though. I'm kind of jealous I didn't think of it straight away because now I think about it, it's like it's I totally I could have it. done no, both. I can't believe it's not being done. You've listened to enough to, to probably be able to be right in that situation. I think, so.
0: was, I think the other thing was just the tracks I wanted to include and I couldn't fit them into the category. And here was a... It was a sneaky chance to uh, to go right and get something. Yeah, yeah. Was
1: was there many tunes that you had to miss off a list of your favourite tunes to fit them (sighs) into the categories for the podcast?
0: Yeah, there was tons and tons of stuff, and now my mind's gone blank, and I can't think of anything. (laughs) No, it's fine. Everyone
1: says says the same
0: thing, and it's like because everyone has such
1: a back catalogue of treasured tunes. Yeah, you sort of you want to play the tunes you love, but like it depends. How much you wanna play the game? Yep. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like to fit in to fit it into the category. So you might have to miss out something that you really love to fit something that goes in the category better. I band.
0: think I figured this was an educational podcast. It's a hardcore history, you know, well, that, so that, I tried to stick to the categories rather than just make like Ollie's favourite playlist. No,
1: no, well that that's fair. Crack, it's, it, it's everyone it's takes it a, a different, different way. So it's like so let's talk about what actually made your hands throw at the Yeah, so what tune was it that made you so, you said you were at the the Raven all of a sudden it went and you realised your arms were up and you wrote it in your iPhone, you know what I mean? Exact,
0: <laughs> exactly the one I was on a balcony in a in a warehouse in Utrecht and right. uh, this track by a guy called Ilian Bluestone who I'd never heard of. I think he signed to Arjuna, which is probably why he was at uh, at a state of trance. Uh, it came on, it's called Mamma Africa and it's um, it's got a big floaty vocal, it's got a big driving bass line, it builds and builds and builds and it, it's just a it's just a big slightly cheesy trance tune i guess but i found myself hands in the air eyes closed like having a great time
1: taking in a big deep breath and just enjoying yourself that was the one yeah Yeah.
0: and you looked around and like everybody was doing the same thing
1: yeah yeah Which is just feeling the vibe yep it's good when everyone in the room picks up on that same one vibe and everyone's on the same thing and uh so what was it that made you do the exact opposite. And what we'll do is we'll do a back-to-back action here. Just
3: smash the round.
1: So we'll get a bit of delightful trance on. Everyone in the houses can all try it themselves at home. Try it yourself at home, ladies and gentlemen. So wing your arms up to the first one and then try pulling a screw face to whichever track you picked. So what what is it that turns that frown upside down and makes you start punching the deck? A it is. Is.
0: I, I, I mentioned I love a mosh pit. And I, and uh, I love a prodigy mosh pit. Gosh. And I don't, th- I don't think it'd be an on the road without at least one prodigy track sneaking in there somewhere. What we,
1: we we do regularly have, Prodigy yeah. Track, yeah.
0: And uh, and there's a live version of uh, of their law, which is, I, oh, I love it. It's just a it's just a grimy, dirty, angry, noisy. You shouldn't play it while you're driving because you'll drive like a dick kind of tune. <laughs> um, and uh, I think I think I sent you a link from um, it's from the Phoenix Festival in nineteen ninety six. Yeah, I've six. seen
3: the video for this one. Yeah, it's from
0: like it's from French Telly, I think. Uh, somebody streamed it from French Telly. It's on YouTube. It's I I regularly put that on and just have it on in the background, and it's just the project turning up and doing what they do, but at like, at full tilt. There's no t- like there's, I've seen them live. I don't know how many times, five or six times. I would have said. Right. And. Uh, but never quite like this. Amazing. So, um, and there's nobody because it's early. Nobody's got a mobile phone. Nobody's twatting around with cameras. They're Everyone's just. Everybody's just dancing. Everybody's just dancing and smashing their way forward. And um, and I would have loved to have been there, but I'd have been fourteen. <laughs> so so I wasn't at Phoenix. Well, there we go. Uh,
1: I tell you what. Then let's get this back to back started. So um, Ollie has played his wild card. So first we're going to have a bit of arms in the air with Ilya Bluestone and then we're gonna have a little bit of screw, screw face face with the Prodigy, their law. Um, try throwing your arms up to one or the other and screw facing down the other way around. We'll slam it on the rave in the middle there just to keep the party going.
6: Yeah. We're going
7: Hold oh, okay.
1: There you go. That was a double dose of delightful well card loveliness. That was Mama Africa, followed by their law. So I hope you all thoroughly enjoyed a bit of Arms in the Air Screwface. And let me know in the comments which of the two songs did what to you, whether it be on Instagram, where Addy's had the most responses this week, or on Twitter, or on Facebook, you know, we're at our other shop, you know what I mean. I'm going to try and get Addy to get an on-the-raise Snapchat, but that might be dangerous. I could do that. You could do that.
3: I don't know, because I don't know if... I'm
1: not going to do it. going to work out if you can get him one. I don't know if i, can, if like, I know if
3: I'd have to get rid of mine to, to add another one to do it.
1: Well, there we go. These are these are things that he'll find out on his journeys through the internet. Um, let's crack on with section seven then. So section seven is the dedication section of the On The Wave podcast. This is when we give you the chance to play a song for whoever um, and dedicate it to them. So is there someone out there that you would like to play a song for? What is the song and why
0: is it that song and then we'll get it played for them so I nearly pulled the wild card on this one right which, for a double dose of dedication double um, dose dedication because and the and the the people who didn't make it was um, I, I try and do everything I can to support like local causes local charities but also local businesses and so I wanted to dedicate a track to um, a couple of really great little local independent shops right uh, but then I realised that screw facing hands in the air was probably more important to me. <laughs> so right. I it well, why don't you give the shops a little <laughs> shout, give the shops a little shout out
1: now so people can deal with them? So who are you trying to shout out? So I,
0: I uh I come from a farming background and right. I uh I'm um great belief that if you're gonna eat meat you should eat in the highest welfare, best sourced meat you can, or or don't eat it. And there's a shopping gate said called Block and Bottle. Uh one side of the shop is a butcher's shop, the other side is a beer shop. I go past that most mornings. It's fantastic. Have you and been in? I've never been in. They're love they lovely people. They're great butchers. They source great meat. They know the beer. Lovely folk. Go and, go and stop in. Say Ollie sent you. It would well, be will, even funnier.
3: I will pop it in. I go, I go past there all the time. And I'm, my dad was, and my granddad were butchers before. Yeah, go the <laughs> son of a butcher, aren't you? the son of a butcher. And uh, to also, my uncle was a farmer, so all... There you go. So, I appreciate a good, especially a good steak.
0: Yep. So they're, they're great meat, and they they know their stuff. They're lovely folks. It's not the cheapest, I'll be honest, but um, but I got for good meat though. No, no, and I've had some, I've had some fantastic steaks from there. Uh, so nearly dedicated a track to them. Right. Uh, but really, I have to dedicate a track to the most important person in my life, which is my lass. Right, well, that's um, nice. nice. I that's think it's. It, 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 yeah, I think. Close I probably, second. I'm really hoping she doesn't listen to this in some way. (laughs) We're
1: just just destined to cause this man bother the day. No, no, not at all. What's
0: he like? Um, So, Bex and I have been together for like 14 years. We We met online, and um, she's she's my partner in crime. She puts up with all of my shit, and I do. I I was trying to say, like, there's not many people you meet in life who, if you came home, and went. I've bought a turkey fry and I'm gonna deep fry a turkey for Christmas. They wouldn't go, alright. That's fine. Or or um I sold my perfectly sensible car and bought Tiny a, blue one. A tiny, tiny, shitty blue thirty year old sports car that's unreliable and leaks and it's hilarious pop up headlights. Those pop-up headlights are fucking hilarious. See? It crazy. makes a
1: car so anthropomorphic, doesn't it? Yep. Like it gives
0: them personality. It's called, you need to get some Oh is it a blog? Yeah, it it's called Fat Harry. Fat Harry. <laughs> um there's not many people you can you meet in life where if you go, I'm gonna sell the sensible family car and buy this terrible thing because I think it's fun. And she went, Yep, brill. <laughs> does it have a soft top? Can we put the roof down in summer? I'm like, Yes, it does. So I I'm, I met my match when I met Bex and she's the most important person in my life and um, she's not into rave music or this podcast and she puts up with me playing stupid tunes a lot <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I wanted to play her something that's that's quite cheesy but I, he's got a hell of a voice I don't think many people can really challenge Barry White for just having oh. a, the walrus of love yeah. like, he's just got a great
1: voice and, that um, Monica is so good as well yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the walrus of love it's um, just like get in the manatee of happiness
0: yeah if you want to if you want to dance around your kitchen uh, on a Friday night because you've had one too many drinks and uh, then then Barry White is the person to do it to. so you
1: know I think just soul musics they want to do it too that's I, I, I just go I, with that yeah yeah I came in pissed the other night from where I stopped around at the end of work budget taxis decided it was going to take 53 minutes to get as a taxi so I ordered a few rums um, and then by the time I got home I was a bit drunk and merry and I decided it was time to pop the soul on and I was just dancing around in the kitchen to the soul and my last when I got in Steph wasn't feeling great when I got in she was like I feel ill uh, what's going on and I just put the soul on and started dancing and before she knew it it picked up her spirits and she was dancing around the kitchen as well and I think it's just the power of soul and Barry White's amazing like uh, the fun loving criminals dedication to Barry White absolutely love which is which is a beast of a track because Louis got that low fucking voice as well that you can blam out those like i i, I can wail i can sing but those low notes man like they just they vibrate your yeah. whole body like it's fucking great i love a bit of barry white so what
0: what barry white song are you playing and why so it's a it's a what's it called it's a, you've, I'm, you're my first last and everything yeah oh, yes. uh, it's classic. It, classic it is a classic it's classic and it says everything i need to say probably better than i'll ever say it
1: bronze yeah, we love a bit of we love a bit of one so you'll like sound. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, why don't you introduce the track for her, and uh, I'll edit a little section where you just introduce the track and play this for you, and I'll send it so she doesn't have to listen to the whole podcast, just like I did for Steph when we did the redo because she doesn't often
0: listen to the whole podcast, but she'll listen to the bit dedicated to her. Oh, that's very kind of you. Thank you. So this My is uh, this is Barry White's uh, first, last, and everything. Uh, dedicated to My Last Becks for putting up with all of my nonsense for far too long. We got
2: it together, didn't we? We've definitely got our thing together, don't we, we, Isn't that nice? I mean, really, when you really sit and think about it, isn't it really, really nice? I easily feel of myself slipping, slipping more and more ways That super world of my own. Nobody but you and me. We've got it together, baby.
1: Have it. That's a bit of Barry White and that was the dedication track being played out As always you tuned in to the On The Rave podcast Addy's over there playing with his phone Addy
3: what's more interesting than us?
0: Nothing today. Nothing today. <laughs> just
3: making sure that uh, future guests were happy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, midway through conversation, we have just landed a a, hu- a huge guest that you'll hear on the show very soon. Very exciting. Exciting stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, exciting no, no,
3: stuff. Another absolute one of my rave heroes.
1: Yeah, that's it. So we're clogging up the numbers here on the other way podcast. As I said, this is show twenty
3: nine. So, that one'll be episode
1: thirty. Good. Yeah. Good way to start. Now it's a big it's a big fat round number for the yeah. third season I suppose. Um, let's crack on and talk about section eight of the podcast, which is guilty pleasures Ah the bone of contention that is guilty pleasures. So um do you believe in guilty pleasures? Where do you lie on them?
0: Do you have guilty pleasures in life as well as music? I do have guilty pleasures in life so so guilty pleasures in music. There's definitely stuff that I wouldn't... People wouldn't associate with me and I probably wouldn't put on if other people were around. <laughs> but I don't know if it's a guilty pleasure or not. Good music stays good. Yeah. Bad music stays bad. Because music
3: will never be bad. Yeah.
0: Uh, and not everything's for everybody. So, uh, so I chose something that I like and, but like I said, maybe a bit embarrassed about, I guess. Um, but But other guilty pleasures, yeah, I eat. I eat everything. I love eating. I love cooking. Um, I don't understand people who just eat to stay alive. There's something That's wrong. Weird. People it, that don't eat for pleasure as oh, well. Just, yeah, was, there's nothing better than sausage sandwich. Uh, what's that taco place on Biker called? Chuchos. Which oh, was this is where we went before the last podcast. Oh, it's so good. And um, I think it's really really healthy for people to cook as well. Those people are those people are scared off cooking and they don't because they think they think they can only get it wrong and and really if you get it wrong you just bin it and have another go and so. I started a, a stupid food blog uh, a couple of years ago because I bought a domain name when I was drunk. That was uh, it's omnomfreakingnom.com. Omnomfreakingnom. <laughs> See, it's just funny. It's impossible to spell. I still, I still can't even send it to people because so I mistype it every time. Um, but it's just it's me posting photos and little write-ups of everything I cook. Or oh, not everything, but most things. And get the hook up and get Addy involved. You'll start. Yeah, with, I,
3: I do. If you check uh, on you my Instagram, my Instagram
0: personal Instagram. There. Hashtag Addy eats is all. over oh, the eats. place. Oh, well, we
3: should
0: we should collaborate. Oh, I remember right. on an, an early podcast you were talking to somebody about slow cooker recipes. Yes. And I was like, my ears pricked up, and I was like, I don't, I can't just message you and ask about slow cooker recipes. No, you can't, ah. But. Yeah, no, we should. Um, so one of the things I do at work is
1: we slow smoke at oh low temperatures yeah. all of our meats. Low and slow. Um, so low and slow beef brisket yeah. or pork belly yeah. and pork ribs and uh, today a bunch of wings were done. Oh. Um, the bizarre thing is, is obviously I'm I'm vegetarian. Yep. Uh, I don't eat meat, and I like I have to I have to do this all the time and uh, and and fair play like sometimes you know the the meat smells good, like, and. It, the pork in particular, yep. like just when you put it all in and then it comes out and one of the lads gets a pair of claws that look like Wolverine and he yeah, just tears back. it to bits all over the place. And it's so satisfying to actually do all of the smoking and the peeling, especially when it's done at such low temperatures.
0: Cause it's like six, eight, eight hours just waiting for or
1: the brisket goes in for 16 hours at 87 degrees. It like it cooks at a ridiculous low temperature and stuff like that. So yeah. The, the smoking's interesting. the food's just interesting in general. It's think, nice mate. food,
3: we had, we had a shitload of it when and we went down to play golf. <laughs> it was fucking oh, yeah, I forgot that you came down yeah, for yeah. dinner. I?
1: I know you, how you tasted all the bits and pieces and stuff like that. Right had there. a bit of everything. Yeah, the burgers were amazing. If only I knew the head chef so we could sort out some sort of sponsorship.
3: 20. Yeah,
1: if you're listening. <laughs> You'll be at work at the minute while I was sitting doing this in any case, like until
3: you as you could.
1: Sound, well, let's talk a little bit about the guilty pleasures in music then. So you said you picked someone who you're not necessarily ashamed of listening, but people might pull a face if you they knew you'd listened?
0: Yeah, so I I went to a gig at the Clooney in about two thousand and six loads of shout outs today the Clooney like. We're, yeah, so I, I went to the Clooney a lot when I first sort of moved over here yeah, yeah down in it, the Oosburn. yeah because it was it was one of the few pubs where you can get decent beers and there was bands on and I didn't think I was going to die Um
1: <laughs> even though it was in the middle of Biker that's fine it's the, more, there the, was a bit dodgy at the, times they're the dead, the dead keen for everyone to know it's the Oosburn, but the postcode
0: still Biker oh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's under Biker Bridge. <laughs> yeah no, no. <laughs> <It's dead laughs> it, was, it was around the time when the ship as well was Rough. Right. And it's uh, Well it was the Sunday dinner ship. No, yes, Not yeah.
3: no, not the vegan ship.
0: <laughs> no, no, I mean it was like walk past scuttle past the ship and then into the Clooney. And I went to um, Scuttle like a crap. Honestly, I was terrified. <laughs> like handing <laughs> down. Um I saw a flyer for a lass called Jess Klein, who was a singer, songwriter, country singer. Right. And she was fit. And uh <laughs> and so I went to the gig Purely could based on her flyer stuck to a foam box or whatever it was, and uh, and she was she was amazing. I'll be honest, she was absolutely amazing. But her support band was a band called the Bottle Rockets. Who um, they were all in their forties, fifties, I'd guess. Skinny guys wearing jeans, looking like they've come out of the arse end of Texas or somewhere, <laughs> and. Um, they're a little bit like Muse when they played live, they just came out went with the bottle rockets and smashed out a, a massive set where they had great time and they were hammered by the end of it but rock alt country, it's not exactly my scene <laughs> and, uh, but I bought one of their CDs, there was a like, hand lettered cheap CDR of like all our best songs, yeah, uh, called Bottle Rockets by The Bottle Rockets, oh, and um, the self titled album, self titled album. Indeed. Mm. it turns out they've been around for years, they're, they're pretty well known in the US. Yeah, I was gonna
3: say, I've actually heard of them, I can't, couldn't tell you the song was exactly.
0: I've and that's heard of them. That's, the, that's another CD that never quite left the car.
3: It's great when you find music where you wouldn't expect it, like music that you love, yeah, from an nowhere, unexpected source, yeah, but when they've just come out of nowhere. Like me and Jamie found out there, Stephen um, Steven Siegel. Never Stephen Steven Siegel's? Steven Seagal. Steven Siegel. No, I'm not sure. But it is like Seagull Seagull. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who they did it's a I think they're either Swedish or Icelandic who do like covers and they do like a banjo cover of um Thunderstruck, which is superb. Can't recommend them enough. Can
1: Oh. Something I have a listen to and a check out for.
0: Um, so, what song have you gone for by the Bottle Rockets? So, I've gone for a song called Radar Gun, which is about a corrupt policeman who's got a new radar gun <laughs> and, he, and he just loves clocking people speeding and, uh, and <laughs> making money doing it. And uh, um, it's, like I said, it's a bit of alt rock country hillbilly nonsense, but it's great fun. and That, sound- that entire CD is full
1: of it. That absolutely sounds like a first. I don't know if we've played anything like this before. Um, as I say, like, on the rave isn't all about raving and dance music and electronic music. To us, on the rave, it's just is going out, going out yeah. and listening to the music that you love. Yeah. Going out on the rave. I'll open the window for me cat and I'll be like, go on, Binks, go out on the rave. Because like, it's her going out, doing what she enjoys doing, and then coming back into the house. Yep. So, whether it is, as I say, Gabba and fucking jungle like with me and Addy or whether it's alternative hillbilly nonsense like whatever whatever floats your boat is whatever puts you on the rave um, by the way of guilty pleasures I'm not sure where this is going to lie um, but let's have a little blast of some bottle rockets and tunes called Radar Gun there you go that's a little bit of fun called radar gun and um, uh, that is by the bottle rockets and that was the guilty pleasure track picked out Um I think we're down the last two categories do you know what that means we're close to science hope well, we are close to science yeah uh, we are very close to science but first we've got two more tracks to go starting oh. with a bit of goat action so uh, when it comes to music who would you say is the greatest of all time and why was normally, this a hard decision?
3: And normally, it's, no, no, because normally either it's a dead hard decision or it's straight sim- away no, them
1: yeah. yeah, it's okay. a simple one. And do you have any? Do you have first of all? Do you have any goats outside of the world of music? Uh,
0: like people who the you appreciate? Greatest ever. Oh, off the top of my head, no, no yeah. idea. Nobody yeah. springs to mind. No. Um, Shira, Shira. Yeah. Maybe. That's not. That, not sure one end of a football from the other, but. No, no. It's just, <laughs> Just, just,
1: just one of those questions that were asking. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so in music, then in musical terms, yeah. w-
0: was this a hard decision? Uh, so I tried to pick. I thought about it a lot, though. There wasn't somebody who just sprung to mind. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to think about it, people who've had like, like everything they do is just consistently great. Yeah. Almost. And, and I couldn't. I couldn't really pin somebody down. Everybody has a bit of, you know, they've got some bum tracks out there. And then there was somebody on a previous podcast who picked a track, they picked one track and they said this is just the greatest ever uh, greatest ever track and um, it was a bit of drum and bass by Comics, I can't think who picked it um, might, that might have been, was, uh, was that not Ash who picked Comics? Could have been Ash yeah, I think it, it was, it was. It was a podcast stood? that had a load of great tunes like a lot of jungle stuff and a lot of trance stuff that really appealed cool. um, and, oh, yeah. and so I kind of went down that line and I thought there's this one album that I bought on a winger when I left Sheffield, went to university. I just bought. I was in a music shop on the uh, near my office. It was a fiver or something, uh, and I bought it. It's Leftfield's Leftism. Oh, which... well, that's one of the fucking greatest albums of
1: all time. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would argue so
0: t- that that CD I have played and played and played, and now it's on Spotify, and I play it and play it and play it. I've I've when I was having a really tough time at work, and um, I just put it. I literally put it on repeat. For yeah. days, it's saved it, on my Spotify. It's yeah. one of the
1: ones that you can press play on the start of the album at work, and it's sort of like you yep. can go on in the background, but you can enjoy the whole thing. It's familiar. It it's, keeps the tempo going. And it's yet,
0: great. every time I look, like, if I stop and put it on, I hear something in a in a track that I'm n- I swear I've never heard before. Yeah. Occasionally, I even think, is this like, is this a new track? It's really bizarre. I think it's a great out.
1: Yeah, is this like a bonus track at the yeah, end? or is this a, a
0: different remix? Or is it no? Hold on, no it's no. just a random 16 bars in the middle. Of I've nowhere. just floated through that before now. Um, right. They played live at Times Square, was it last year? Maybe the year before? Farms. And they, they toured Leftism and said, we're never playing it again live. So come and see it if you want to see it. And uh, it was a real high point. I had tickets from the minute they got announced. Yeah. Um, and I could have picked almost any track off that album. Um, but I went for. Oh, I changed my mind about three times. I, went. <laughs> I went. What did I go for? I went for Black Flute. I went yeah. for Black Flute just because um, uh, it, it's got a bit of a jungle feel to it, I think, from memory. And um, uh, like I said, honestly, I could have picked any track off that album. Yeah. could have picked the whole album.
1: I think Leftism is another one of those albums where it's just good, like start to finish, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Sort of like that Run the Jewel album, which is just class from start to finish and just. There's the, there's a lot of there's a lot of ones out there that do that around the same time there was that Massive Attack album. What was the huge Massive Mezzanine. Attack album? There you go, yeah. um, which was out at the yeah. same time, and it was sort of like they they all, like yeah, the the whole the whole thing plays through as one sort
0: of education in digital music at the time. There was an album out at the same time by by Jurassic Five called J Five. Yeah, yeah the, it's a great album. Uh, yeah, everything else they did afterwards, I hated, but you like what's golden and stuff like that nah not really yeah. I, d- I don't know what it is again the, I, I could have picked mezzanine to be honest I got
1: kicked out of uh, foundation an old foundation
0: <laughs> because I handed a spliff yeah. to
1: Charlie Tuna oh. after he'd been on stage and then he handed it back to me and then and the got bouncers got... just grabbed me and took me out of the gig and I never actually got to see them play oh, I've never, because never... I tried to hand him a spliff in the crowd I was that fucking stupid that like, that, that, that I think, came before smoking in Nightclubs' band as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well um, which is mad. But yeah, I, I I later saw just Charlie Tuna at a gig, at a really intimate gig, and you know, got a chance to talk to him and just, what a guy. Yeah. Like. Tremendous amazing, MC. Amazing, tremendous, tremendous, tremendous. But yeah, I mean, there's something about leftism
0: uh, and left field in general. I have to admit, sort of like, Rhythm and Stealth that came out after Leftism, take or leave it, a couple of good tracks on it, the one that got used on the Guinness advert. Uh, yeah. And and even later albums, of, not as bothered. No, not as bothered. Like good stuff, but not. It's very much
3: time and a place in your life as well, where yeah. it's just like everything is just perfect, and that's yeah. the did, encapsulation, that music, that album, it's the encapsulation of that.
0: Did the uh, the Leftism On was, was like a brilliant lure at university. If people wandered into your rooms, I lived in halls, somebody wandered in and they were looking over your CDs. And if that was the one they pulled out, you're like, yeah, we'll be friends.
1: Yeah, I, <laughs> I like him. And yep. if they pull out the Christmas classics, you're like, oh, no. Yeah. Next to it was the
0: South Park album as well. Oh, like. well, see, that would have scored even higher points, higher points for me. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, got a lot of stuff on there that like I lost. that. I lent it to somebody and I never got it back and I don't remember who. Yeah, I've got loads of,
1: loads of albums like that. I recently started buying them back since Poundland started doing all of those <laughs> like, replay CDs yeah, for a pound of... Oh, they've got these CDs called Replays, which are old CDs that have been handed into charity shop Not charity shops, but they're like ones that have been donated to companies right. and stuff like that. I I like sometimes
3: loop. they're just like, they've found a warehouse with 10,000 represent CDs in and <laughs> They're just like distribute distributed. Yeah.
1: Didn't know about that. So I started picking up all of the random albums that I like don't have anymore that I lost. I got some Naughty by Nature and... There's a few different ones that I've saw and that I've picked up. I've got a, a running joke with my last that we're gonna find loads of corn CDs, like mixed in amongst. Eventually, them. it will happen. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, like I keep winding her a rope when we walk past them, and I'm like, oh, there's a corn CD." And she like she got to the point where she was like, "No, I'm not even gonna look." And then the one time there was when I was like, "Ah, look! The finally is a corn CD in the pound section. No Bowie in the pound section stuff." Um, but in any case, let's uh, let's get this tune on then. So. Uh, representing the greatest of all time in your opinion um, because of leftism?
0: Yeah, if I could have chosen the whole album, I'd have just put leftism in yeah. there and this would have been a very long podcast.
1: No, no, that's fair, crack. So yeah. it's, instead of lefty, le, instead of like left field being it, it's leftism. It's the album. It's the album leftism. Yeah, there we go. I'm, I'm happy with it. I think it's the first time we've had an album declared the yes. greatest of all time. Yeah, let's go with that. So um, let's play Black Fruit. Black Flute, not Black Fruit. Don't eat the Black Fruit like all the yellow snow let's play a little bit of leftism for you one of the quintessential years in dance music 1995 uh, that was left field uh, that was black flute and that was from the album leftism which was we we just had declared the greatest album of all time so it's not quite the goat is it it's like the, not quite. it's the god um, i suppose it's like you know maybe that, that that's definitely somewhere an irish person might call it a god no they'd call it a goat i don't know Someone call it a A <laughs> I don't know. They call it something like that. In any case, um, but hey, Addy, we've got to the end of another one of these podcasts. Uh, all, the way yeah. co- all the way to question ten. Um, we've been chatting with Ollie, who's one of our patrons again. Thank We you. can't thank you Thanks. enough for for hey. getting involved and for backing what we do. As you see, we're just as you can see, uh, it's a very low
0: budget uh, <laughs> studio that we've got here in Baker. It's important people just make stuff. I think that's what it comes down to, is just make stuff and get stuff out there. That's
1: it, yeah. Content,
0: content, content. content. That's exactly what I said Uh, earlier. If you can't make stuff and get it out there, then support people who do yeah
1: well like your attitude towards it's amazing yes and we're like we're kind of thank you enough for contributing um if other people want to get on board you can contribute by going to patreon.com forward slash
3: other if
1: uh, <laughs> that sounded so wonderfully harmonic for a second there um where you can back us and join the front right massive just like ollie and next year we're going to do the exact same thing in october we're going to bang out a couple of interviews with patrons making long-term plans Eddie.
3: long-term plans
1: long-term plans um, but we'll crack on with the final track picked by you for this one. Um, and question ten, as you're more more than aware, is personal anthems. So, again, was was this a tough one, or did something
0: jump straight out? So this jumped straight out. But I'm sure if you ask me again in a month, something else would jump straight out. I think that's the like, joy of this section. Yeah. it's uh, um, Like the I think in the question here it says like what track would you come out to in WWE? Yes. Like, I've no idea. Like, <laughs> definitely a lover, not a fighter. Let's put it that way. Right. And, um, like, there's, I'm sure if you asked all my friends, like, what what track represents Ollie, you're going to get a complete different set of answers. A mishmash of answers. Oh, it would all be crap as well. <laughs> and, um, and then I, I thought, well, what? I heard a track on the podcast, and um, when I've got stuff where I've got to be like absolutely on form at work and like absolutely hitting my best. Those meetings that you don't want to go into, where you're gonna to have to have hard conversation and you can't fuck it up. Mm. Uh, I've been sticking this on just before I go in. And, is uh, this your Rocky song? Effectively, yeah. This is for like <laughs> this is my hype song, and it and it's the other thing is I've sent it to a few friends. I've DM'd it on Twitter to friends, and they just come back, and go, "What is this nonsense?" <laughs> like, it just my friend John described it and said, "It sounds like a track made in a steelworks." Like this hollow clanging noises. And I'm like, yep, that's it. Yeah, I'm down for someone. a bit of that. That like. no, is the one. Like, Yeah, I'm down for I'd, a bit of that. I would have never listened to this if it wasn't for you guys. It was picked by, oh, I can on, remember his name? He's a youngish lad, local producer. Connor. Yeah. It been. was Connor who played Anson, wasn't it? Yeah. And yes, I lo- it was. DJ Subnug. Yeah, I loved all of the tracks he picked. Like, it was really like it was one of those podcasts I listened to and was like, that's that's a whole new load of stuff for me to go and listen to, and uh, the Anson was the hardest thing I think he picked and the hardest thing I listened to and and I loved it and it's nothing like light floaty trance or anything else I was listening to but it's just it's banging yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely banging and, and some's a tremendous artist as well like
3: a lot of yeah. good stuff a lot of good stuff
0: yeah I mean there's, there's not a lot of it on Spotify there's like seven or eight tracks and so I had to dive into YouTube and yeah, SoundCloud yeah. places but like really enjoyed ploughing through a load of back catalogue um, so yeah that's why I chose it cause, just because you put it on and it's not that long it's like three or four minutes and at the end of it I'm like right let's go um, and be the be the best Ollie I can be after it right spot on that's class Perfect.
1: it's class to know that because you sat and listened and because of the choice of someone else now, this is what this is what we say about it being an educational podcast this isn't pointed at anyone in particular YouTube, YouTube you dicks um but this is, this is our intention. The intention is to get people to pick music and play music that other people haven't have heard of and to spread the joy of stuff like that. Because
3: so music's a wonderful thing and everyone should be involved. I don't understand people that don't like music. It's, it's weird. It's,
1: like, like people do. who don't enjoy eating? Yes. It's Just exactly, weird. It's exactly the same thing. I always have a problem trusting people who say, I don't listen to music. It's like, what sort of music do you listen to? I don't yeah. listen to music. Anything. What, well, anything? No, Nothing. Like you don't, you don't have the radio on or anything. No, no, I'll be in the car in silence. I'm like,
3: you'll copy my friend.
1: Yeah, this is it. I, I hate to be like, you know, jumpy like that, and maybe a little bit stuck up like that. But I just don't understand them. I just I can't comprehend why someone would not like music. It's such a I not
3: music such a boring, blood place. We were, talking,
1: we were talking in the kitchen the other day, and someone, one of the lads, just was like, "Would you rather be blind or deaf?" And I was like, "Blind." Because I'd rather be able to still hear music and not see what's going on than to see everyone dancing and not be able to hear what they're all dancing to. Deaf people and have they... got
3: their own raves. Blind people don't. Well... <laughs> what? If deaf people can go out and find music because music's that good, blind people don't go. They're just normal raves. Well, that's it, yeah. What's, that, low- what's that film called
0: about the, the deaf DJ? It's called ooh, Orgon Pete Tong. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Like, weird comic film about yeah. a DJ who goes deaf. Yeah,
1: isn't it um, Dennis Penis? Yeah. What's his name? Yes, it is, yeah. Uh, Dennis, oh, God, what's he? No, He's in Space, he's amazing. Who's he playing Space? Hoover? Are you famous? <laughs> the guy, in the have you seen Space? Yeah, yeah. Do you is know, he? Vulva? David Williams? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the guy performing on stage oh, with him he's, is Dennis Penis. Didn't realise um, that. I always remember Dennis Pennis from the, the the football thing, where he did he did a skit where it was Newcastle versus Charlton, and he called Newcastle the Gordy Stripers. and it was an Ameri- it was like his take on an American commentating over nineties football, and it was like it's the Gordy Stripers versus the Carlton Reds, um, <laughs> it's a really funny little skit. I'll see if I can find it and post the post the link into it. Like, um, but yeah, you should uh, try
0: and hunt down tires from spaced.
1: Oh, Michael Smiley. Get, it, get him on the podcast oh holy shit balls I've got I follow him on Twitter I'll message him immediately um yeah always. I, you know, I would I would absolutely love that like, tires is tires is one of my heroes Something tells he's
0: I, actually a he was actually a raver. He was, I'm yeah. sure he was sure
1: I saw him do stand up at the hyena um and basically he just it, it, it was constant like that like um yeah it was class um uh, but yeah, he he basically was an old raver, and he did a comic skit about coming home from raves, wanking, and um, sitting in taxis, having awkward conversations with completely sober people and stuff like that. It's, try, it's, a, it's to an amazing you're thing. Not off your Yeah, that's it. Um, but he's a serious actor these days. I don't know if he's up for stuff like this, so we'll have to just see. But it would be good, in it. Flight of Fancy, in that Addy. Flight of Fancy. Future plans. So, which handsome tune is it you're gonna pick?
0: So it's the it's the one that Connor picked. It's Penny and Pound. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, the, 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 that's an absolute beast of a tune. Like, and it's, Hashtag banger. Yeah, it is. It's an absolute banger. And uh, as I say, it's been an absolute pleasure having you over to record um, from the Biker Studio, as you say. So you've seen the home the, the of operations. I, it's,
0: I love seeing behind the scenes of stuff.
1: Yeah, well, there you go. You can see what we're talking about when we're talking about the clip of all the stuff on the walls. and I'll point you through them in a bit. But in any <laughs> case, let's play a little bit of Ansem. Uh, on the podcast, this is the final track selected by Ollie. Thank you very much for popping in, mate. My pleasure. Um, uh, and this is...
0: Penny and Pound by Anson.
1: the Rave podcast is available absolutely everywhere to yeah. download and you can get in touch with us on social media you can find us on facebook yep. facebook.com forward slash on the rave you can find th- us on twitter at on the rave you can find us on youtube youtube.com forward slash on the rave we are on instagram that's my favorite one then where you can find us on the rave with Addie and gav where you can see pictures of what addie has been doing during the week shenanigans shenanigans uh, we are powered by Podbean And fueled by basement Snacks Don't forget that you can go into Ridley Place Wander down that spiral staircase And scream at Dom's oh, On the riff And she will give you 10% of all oh, of your cookies got, oh, and oh, snacks oh, 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 good, goodness. oh, it's good E-well-addy that's episode 29 all done in the bag and in the bag Uh, next time out will be episode 30 can you believe we've managed to make it to 30 episodes
3: big guess next time
1: yeah it is we'll have confirmation um, as you heard during the talk that we're going to be sitting down and having a good chat with someone who uh, has got Addy very excited
3: and then we might as well tell them just to get a bit of hype out go on then this is on the next show will be Michael Wells aka Tricky Disco aka Signs of Chaos A.K.A. Technohead, I wanna be a hippie. Boom.
1: Yeah, legend in the world of music, done so much stuff. Um, uh, it's gonna be a really interesting interview. He's already sent the list back, and he's picked some absolute banging tunes like.
3: Creeping the crop.
1: Yeah. So you see, we're, we're going in that sort of direction, Rivers. And thank you for joining us on another journey through rave with our patron, Oli. Um, all that's left to say is thank you to everyone who's been listening, and thank you as always to our patrons, to Ollie and the Coops, um, who we will continue to thank because oh, it's our yes. podcast, and we'll thank who we Don't want to. Want. <laughs> um, it is that time once again, though, for Addy to don his big white jacket, grab a hold of his leather test tube bag, and pull out a sample of science for everyone. So Addy, what is in the test tube bracket?
3: Well, this time, Addy, I'm just going straight for it it's like literally just science just all so science in fact this week Q put a track in our friend Alex Koo, Mr
1: Koo, Mr Chimney Mr Koo, by hot the sauce the best
3: best uh, hot sauce in the by world
1: by hot sauce
3: he put a track up by uh, the amazing switch technique which was called Charlton's but also on, on the link the other side was on there another the side side of it was called the Scientist.
1: Oh, fucking hell. Well, there you go. So it does what yet? it says on the tin. Yeah, it is, it is, isn't it? Right, sound. But well, what's the name of the tune you're actually picking? The Scientist. Of course it is. Of course it is. My name is Gav. I'm Eddie. And it's time for us to officially say that we
3: are Off The Rave.
6: Here to be moving away from us. So in 1928, the world's most famous scientist turned his attention to this cosmic mystery. He began to measure the speed that these galaxies were moving relative to Earth. To measure the velocity that a galaxy was receding from us, he used something called redshift. It's not a perfect analogy. But the effect is similar to one. Most of us aren't familiar with in-sound.
3: The pitch of the Reese, as it approaches us, is higher because the sound waves are compressed. But the pitch drops lower as the Reese recedes because the sound waves are
6: stretched.
0: The Hi, uh, this is Mark Archer from Alternate. Hi, this is Ian from Dream Frequency. This is Slipmat, and you're in turn to the On the Rave, On the Rave, On the Rave podcast. podcast. Watch your bass bins. I'm telling you. <laughs>